previously on follow the leader uh today we're playing wander home by possum creek games for those of you who are new to this game here are the basics inside this book that you hold in your hands is the start of a new journey together we'll set forth into a world of grassy fields mossy shrines herds of bumblebees rabbits and sundresses geckos with suspenders starry night skies and the most beautiful sunsets you can imagine where will we go what will we see We'll have to find out together. My character's name is Sunny Rose. She, her pronouns. Um, I'm playing the firelight. Um, it is easy to get lost in the darkness and the deep. The firefly at your side will always guide the way. You are alive. Your care is forward-thinking, mutual, and shining bright. And uh, I am a capybara. So I'll be playing uh, Parker Young, uh, uses he-they pronouns. Um, his playbook is The Fool. Uh, life is an adventure, and there's never shame in learning new things. You are alive. Your care is silly, naive, and more profound than most expect. Parker is an African fat-tailed gecko. I have made Tuesday uh, twos for short way. They, he pronouns. Uh, for Tuesday, I've chosen the poet. So, for the poet, the song of the world is a poem that can be captured by ink and paper, if only you could find the right words. You are alive. Your care is eloquent, observant, and occasionally overwrought. Uh, the animal I've based them off of is a whippoorwill. And I am playing the shepherd. Herds of chubby bumblebees can be found across the hay. And tending to these flocks is simple, honest work. You are alive. Your care is measureless, watchful, and gentle. I am playing Theo Delaney, uh, who uses they them pronouns, who in this life is a blue mole border collie. Um, those typical splotches that you've come to associate with them in various other lives are very much present here. We now return to your game, already in progress. just diving in yeah do we want to um do we want to start on the approach or have we been here for a couple of days already i think the approach would be interesting because we have a not insignificant amount of of uh beings to watch after that are not ourselves the bumbles the firefly figuring out places for them to sit and rest while we attend to business in the tavern for however long we're here. Sounds like something that could be done. How do the rest of y'all feel? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Okay, then how about this? So, the Warren at the Willow. It's a little bit out of the way, but at the same time, we're passing right through, or right by, sort of a connecting road towards it. It'll be longer to get to where we ultimately want to head, but Twos would have insisted on dropping in just to speak with their old pen pal, and also to give everyone just a sight of something that they would have called essential to see. Important, um, definitely something worth spending a few days by, and also if you buy a few drinks there, I'm sure that, you know, it'll be good fortune for the rest of us and good business for the person we're visiting. I think with that, it's not necessarily a path less traveled, but somewhere that is a little more... There's a bit more underbrush on the sides, 
Um, there's this and that that has to be trimmed. Those that go this way are generally not the folks that are taking care of the road, although those do pass the road so often. I think with the herd that Theo is keeping, especially. I mean, what? How large is that herd actually? Outside of the five bubbles. Yeah, they're just the ones I can pick out the easiest. Um, hmm. We definitely had some babies over the summer or in the spring. So there's definitely more to the herd than there used to be. Um, maybe like 20. Okay. Of, of varying ages. Yeah, I think that tracks. I think with that then, it's a volume that this road probably hasn't seen in a while. And mm -hmm. there are raised bits and furrows in the road for wheels every so often, but mm -hmm. not so much the the trampling that a herd of 20 bumbles would necessarily bring. Well, they can fly a little bit too. That's uh... true. But yeah, no, I, I love that visual. Um, for, shout out to anyone that's lived anywhere near like people who are rearing livestock. Because if you've gotten stuck behind a fucking flock of sheep, they are just going to take their own time moving and you will wait. You're going to be there for a while. Yeah. I feel like the herd is probably at the back of the group then. Um Theo at the very back, riding on Buster. Um, nice. Just to make sure none of the herd, like, lag behind. Maybe if you like the idea, Sonny's at the front, both as, like, because of being the, the moth light, but also, like, she's the best at setting a pace for everyone, so nobody struggles to keep up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Sounds good. Just remember that she's a cap. I just remember that she's a capybara. I just smiled real big. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Capybara. Are we all uh, taking this on foot, by the way? What's up? Uh, yeah, no. Are we on foot? Do any of us have like? I I can picture a gecko on a bicycle, and it is very good. Um... <laughs> doesn't have to be i'm just saying it's a good visual but like somebody might have like a riding beetle um if they want but uh or we can be i'm happy to be on foot whatever people want As... i'm so in love with that bicycle i'm sorry <laughs> especially I... on like an unreliable road sorry go ahead yeah and I'm imagining it being like one of those Victorian bicycles with like the oversized front wheel. So, oh my god, like, a full-on penny farthing! Just completely, completely oh ill-suited to what we're oh doing. But just imagining this this gecko on this bicycle with a flamboyant hat and lots and lots of beads and a cloak that has hitherto been too warm for the season i just although <laughs> like with the road being rutted the way that it is maybe uh maybe they're just walking the bike along beside us it cannot be a penny farthing then a penny farthing is so big or <laughs> like a good <laughs> victorian bicycle is, is great but a penny farthing is huge they're okay. so stupid <laughs> okay so just a just a uh let let's say what's a half penny farthing uh, i i don't know but it's good i don't know we're we're gonna say that we're gonna say that's what it is it's yeah. it's just all very silly but okay, i'm just gonna show you this this is a penny farthing like yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> I that's want actually, this. I, that's actually smaller than I was picturing in my head. Um, yeah. I've got a whole family of bicycles. I believe they're called velocipedes, actually. Uh huh. Oh my yes. goodness. Look at God. all these. They're so impractical. <laughs> it's so good. Just... My favorite is the one in the bottom left. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Good shit. 
<laughs> God. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like, the fact that, like, steadying the back wheel, like, with his tail and just, like, holding the, the top of the bike as, they're, like, bumping along this road is very good. That is extremely funny. What does uh, the outside of the tavern look like? Like, is this, is this like, a broad, stout building, or is this something where it's, like, it's got multiple floors, that kind of thing? I think it extends a little bit upwards, but it's this willow is massive. Like, imagine a weeping willow, but, like, the size of a redwood. Like, it's Ooh. huge. Um, and as a, there's a little bit of levels built in, like, there's clearly, like, tower, like, um, deliberately, like, there's watch points further up. But I think it's mostly, like, built up around the roots and then down into the ground. Like, the name Warren isn't just an affectation, uh, especially for the colder parts of the year. Like, you can get under the ground and get really properly warm and comfortable in, like, soft, sandy earth. Mm-hmm. So. But you can nice. absolutely see the tavern is there on the approach. I imagine, like, little, given the season, like, little like uh paper style lanterns that sort of like deck like a strong between like some of the tallest of the roots that i'm imagining are like the height of a per- uh, like double the height of a person like just like these big arching things um yeah yeah i'd like to propose that higher up on the willow there's an observation deck which faces out towards the lake as well oh yeah Somewhere where you can see not only the waters from on high, but also the reflections. Yeah, I I love the visual of, like, these massive silk drapes or whatever that are used to, like, pull back the curtain of the willow. Um, So you can see it, like, because we're approaching from the roadside and the willow is interposing between this and the lake. But you can see, like, one side of the observation deck from the roadside. And it sort of curves all the way round, and yeah, lovely. Like, who didn't imprint on the Little Mermaid and the visual of like the cranes, like opening the willow like a curtain for the boat to go in? <laughs> cool. Nice. And I guess since we're coming through, would this place be equipped for a herd to bed down for a while, like a stable or um, the field, or where to, would we have to find space for them? I mean, I assume they've got to have fields and stuff. Alternatively, um, if this place is fairly well known, I'll just turn them out in the graveyard and they can just bumble around in there. Nice. They can just vibe. Yeah, you know, they clean up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they don't eat grass. They're like, they're, they're, I think once we get, uh, we're obviously in a much less verdant place, but with the care given to the graveyard, I can imagine, like, flowers and stuff there that the uh, the bubbles can go roll around with. I know science. One of, <laughs> one of the kids wakes up in the middle of the night to see a bumble poking into their tent. Yep, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Good. As for the rest of us, I guess, do we end up perched up higher in the Warren of the Willow? Do we end up below the ground? Uh, I'm definitely going to be on ground. Nice. Yeah, I'm a capybara and an old lady. <laughs> I think two's perches up high. I think uh, Parker splits the difference. So, like... He'll run stuff up to twos as necessary or run stuff down to to Sunny as necessary. Um, but they really want a uh, a good view out on the lake just because like, you know, I I don't think that this is like an obscure place. You know, we've probably heard, you know, there are probably stories about 
this place and the beauty of it and the stillness of it and that kind of thing. And so Parker's just like, yeah, I want to see this. But I do have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this could potentially start a scene, but uh, who greets us when we get here? Is Neri, uh, is Neri the one who is, like, tending the tavern when uh when we get here what time of day do we think it is mm. mid-evening maybe all right um then i think the tavern is is popping um it is indeed jam-packed with layabouts um but as the the little traveling party um arrive this um I say young, like if human would probably be like late twenties, early thirties, um plump rabbit sort of like uh notices people coming in and will like dart up. Uh it's probably like waiting tables and stuff. And it's just like, I wanted to do an accent and then I forgot every accent I know how to do. That's such a rude. <laughs> um, I wanted to do Dorset, but my brain does not want to play ball with that. Um, so I'm not going to embarrass myself, even if I'm not sure if any FTL listeners know what a Dorset accent sounds like and aren't going to judge me for it. Uh, but anyway, it's a rural accent. Let's let's put it that way, even if I'm not doing it. But she bounds up, eyes bright, and it's just like, Oh, hi there, folks. Welcome to the Warren of the Wallow. Um, can I get you guys a table or a room? Uh, what, what would you like? Yeah. Twos will pop off the hat and gesture to the rest of the group. I'd like somewhere up high, but how about the rest of you? Oh, dearie, anything with not too many stairs. All right. Looks to Parker. Parker is just like wide eyed and taking it all in and is just like, what, huh? Oh, you're <laughs> just precious, aren't you? Where'd you want to be <gasps> sleeping, honey? Ooh, ooh. Can I, uh, can I, can I be a little ways up? I reckon so. Um, looks to Theo, who's just like, I'll be sleeping out with the herd, but thank you. But we'd love some food. Um, well, how about we all drink together and then we can get settled into our rooms before we cool our heels too much. Um, I didn't mention this on the approach, but I imagine that twos would have like a wagon, just like a four-wheeled red wagon kind of situation, carrying the briefcase and a few other books. That's such a good little visual. Oh my god. Hmm. Yeah, it just rattles on the road behind. Uh-huh. I'm imagining there's like a oiled tarp that is in the the wagon that you can throw over uh to keep the rain off of the stuff yep yeah and they'll dig through a little bit and just grab the briefcase and pop it open just for trinkets and coins and things that they've just sort of picked up on the road i wouldn't be opposed to a fine vintage but even just a mug or something will be fine Anyone else got a hankering for something specific? Or I can just get you what's good. That sounds, that sounds great. All right. Um, you just find yourself space somewhere and uh, I'll be right back. And scary's off. Uh, and it's not long. Uh, you see her like bustle over uh, to the bar chatting with this very uh, affable like I just love big fat rats, you guys. They're so good. I mm-hmm. love big chubby yeah. rats. Um, who glances over um, and then starts fixing drinks and it isn't long before Neri's back and is setting like um, sort of a mulled cider sweetened with honey um, out in front of most of you but has like a hunt, like a mead for twos who requested a vintage um mm. like 
All right. Well, uh, if you need anything else, uh, flag me down and um, I'll get you sorted. But meanwhile, I'll get you guys some room keys. And it's much appreciated. Uh, any sort of like gestures for a name? Oh, uh, I'm Neri. This is uh, my folks' place. <laughs> Bob's a little curtsy. Tuse's hat almost pops off a little bit, and then he'll just uh-huh. uh, sort of reach up and get it back on. Now, hold on there. That's a name I recognize. And he'll reach into the briefcase. They'll pull out a letter in an envelope and hold it over. I meant to get this to you through the post, but I didn't expect to be seeing you face to face so quick. Mr. Tuesday, you look different to how your letters sound. (laughs) (laughs) I get told that a lot. I bet. Oh, it's great to meet you. We will have to have a good and proper conversation, probably over a few, if you don't mind, and when you're off your uh, shift. Uh, she just grins like big old bunny teeth, um, and like gives a little nod of agreement and then is getting like summoned, um, and goes about her work. Yeah. They'll chirp in response and settle in on a bar stool somewhere. And he'll pop open that bottle of mead also if no one asked for anything more specific because, uh, twos definitely would have gotten mugs for the rest of everyone and just pour everyone a bit. Or not, depending on preference. Well, there's a couple of mugs of cider on the table as well. Um, nice. Is it warm so. cider? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I said perfect. warm, like mulled cider sweetened a little with honey. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Yeah. The good yeah, just- uh Sunny is very happy to have that. Yeah, uh, Parker uh, takes a sip and... Uh, makes an appreciative noise of the uh, mulled cider and then looks at twos and is just like so that's who you've been writing to huh well back and forth here and there whenever i could get a letter out it's always nice to keep in contact with someone on the road and i knew they were off this way i hadn't expected quite under this tree though well that's exciting we definitely have something to drink to tonight a joining of friends on the road. But what do the rest of you think of this place? I mean, I'd always heard tell of it. I've seen paintings of it here and there, but it's quite something in person. I think it's just darling. Pulls a caramel. <laughs> Offering you all hard candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always. Twos always takes it. Twos doesn't always eat it, though, so there's, like, a good glob handful just knocking Mm. around in the briefcase like half melted from the hot summer but still there you don't turn down a lady's old candy never not once it's bad luck (laughs) (laughs) along with that too they'll also sort of reach into their cloak and take out sort of a really battered almost out pack of smokes and just sort of perch one in the beak not lighting it but just keeping it there I think I'll have plenty to scribble down, but how about the rest of you? How are you all planning to spend it here by the water? Uh, Sonny's face perks up like, oh, I love the water. I think I'll just be spending my whole day down there. And like, there's a chirp from their firefly as well. Does the firefly have a name? Yeah. I haven't thought about it. Um, I mean, I'm sure the firefly must have a name. Do we know the Firefly's name? Uh, I'm trying to think <laughs> of it. <laughs> I, I have an idea for a name. Please help me. So when... I Okay, I don't know if this Firefly... How this Firefly communicates. I know you said that it, like, chirps. But um, how about if when Sunny introduced, uh, introduced herself to the Firefly as Sunny... The uh, firefly was like, I'm Stormy. <laughs> so cute. Let's go. I like that too, because I imagine, like, so Sunny was given this firefly by her family, uh, young into her adventuring. So they're both just old souls now. Mm-hmm. 
And so Stormy at one point was like, I'm Stormy, let's fucking go. <laughs> come rain or come shine, truly. Yep. And now Stormy's just like, ah, sitting by the lake does sound lovely. This is an old ass firefly. Yeah. I get I get the idea that Stormy especially will probably enjoy reflecting among the rest of the stars. Another happy chirp from the firefly. You know, become part of the constellation for a little bit. That would be lovely, just like old times, right, Stormy? And Stormy, like, I guess pulses with light. <laughs> As, like, an agreement. Cute. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Do we, uh... Do we think that this might be seen? I think so. Yeah, I think that's a good setup. Cool. So... I kind of want the next scene to be at night. I don't know if it's necessarily later that night or if it's like another night, but I am absolutely obsessed with the the imagery of the still water and the the stars above and the golden moon and all of that reflected back up. Yeah, very potent. Very appreciated. I mean, especially since the, I believe the text says my firefly sleeps during the day anyways. I imagine, yeah, there's a lot of night stuff that happens on our end, too. Hmm. Would it be good to take up a place for a little bit and sort of talk to the details of that then? Yeah, we can do mm -hmm. that. Okay. I think I can pick up the mirror for a little bit and describe what's there if no one minds. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. Then I think the lake by the Warren of the Willow, a lot of people stop by it, but there's some unspoken rule as part of it to never even dip a toe in the water. The breeze, since it doesn't really come through this area, um, even that sort of grants almost an air of respect about the mirror. Um, not to tarnish its surface, not to have ripples come through and distort both the clear reflection of the sky above, whether it's day or night, um, whatever may come through it. When the sunlight comes, of course, it makes it more transparent. Those kin and kith that pass by can see through the surface somewhat, and there is life below there. Flitting slow, mollusks, crustaceans, um, fish that just move along the bottom edge, but... At night especially, there's just total stillness, the pristine curve along the shores that both reflect straight out from the sky, but almost seem to put the tavern into a spotlight, focusing all the attention on there for folks to gaze down from the higher decks or to even just enjoy from the ground level some of that ambient moonlight that bounces back at them. I think with that, though, even though people don't necessarily go for a dip in the lake or enjoy it in that manner, um, it is known that people will take picnics by it or set up their tents or otherwise find places of rest along it on the shores to enjoy a quiet moment or to have a chat with others. But there's always sort of, uh, not stifling, but just ever-present air of reverence, I think, that lies along the lake's edge, even quieter than the tavern above, and strangely, probably quieter than the graveyard, too. I think with that, though, the tavern has great view over its front edge of the lake, but towards the back edge, more towards the dark where the roads aren't and where the light's not, people tend to see things in the darkness as well. The moonlight and the way that the lake is, it reflects away from there, so... It's very dim, and I think, especially around now, towards a time of reflections, towards time when people are thinking and focusing on their side, those that do cast their gaze out towards the further edge of the lake um, see things that don't sit well with them necessarily, or that bother them. Whether that's the inventions of a mind already deep in thought, or whether it's something that's truly there that's lurking for them to be. No one can really say for sure, but 
it does give some pause to folks that choose to rest on the lakeshore. So let me look at some of those natures of the mirror. I'd like to kind of tag on to that a little bit because we have one of the folklores being the very edge of the world itself. Maybe some of the things that people think are reflected there, whether or not it's their imagination or something that's actually being shown to them is like endings of things like not necessarily oh this is how your life is going to end or anything like that but just you know the sensation of something coming to a close and how that might come to pass Mm. just a sense of finality right yeah yeah Okay, so given that, um, and as we have our friend out by the lakeshore, I'd like to take the nature of this place to ask, the mirror is a place that reflects you back onto yourself, so what is it about your reflection that unnerves you? Um, for Sunny of B, how different she looks. Maybe she hasn't taken time to study herself in the mirror in a while. Okay. And how did Sunny look in the past? Younger. (laughs) (laughs) Nodding my head. (laughs) Um, Yeah, younger, more energy. I don't think she thinks about uh, what getting older means a lot. Gotcha. Does she travel to kind of, like, avoid thinking about that? Yeah, she she doesn't turn down jobs. Just, like, always ready to be on the road. Keeps you away but from... But always ready to be home. Yeah, from the sitting and the thinking. Yeah. Okay. It's like, if you're, if you're always on the road, excited to be home, then when you're home, you're excited, and then you can leave again. Nice. Uh, with that, I think I can give the first token. So, yay, Sunny gets token. Oh, cool. What do I do? I think there's some things, there's actions attached to each of these playbooks, right? Things that oh, people can yes. always do and things that they do whenever a holiday comes through in a month. So let me see. I know, for instance, for the poet, um, there's a lot of actions that you can always do without currency. And then tokens, I think, I think it was described earlier, help you do some more of those hard moves. So, for instance, for twos, um, if they were to have a token... They could spend it um, during a seasonal holiday to ask someone to read their project, for instance. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a scene set. So what's happened on the lakeshore? Um, is that still me? Or <laughs> Would you like it still like to, be? to be? You can pass the baton if you want, if you don't want to. No, I mean, if someone else wants to come down to the lakeshore too. Yeah, I think Parker... Uh, will come down to the lake shore. I think he is looking a little somber and maybe a little lost. I don't know that they're necessarily looking for Sunny, but when they see Sunny, uh, they brighten up a little bit and go to call out, but think better of it because of the solemnity in the air. And just kind of, like, hop and wave instead, hoping to get Sunny's attention. <laughs> um, I I think Stormy sees you first and, like, puts a hand over their little firefly mouth and cackles. <laughs> um, and then points, and so Sunny turns around to see you and waves you over to come sit by her on the shore. Parker gratefully uh, kind of like clambers over and uh, sits down and is just like, what you doing? Well, I'm enjoying this fine evening. A shame about not being able to get in the water. It is one of my favorite things, but seeing it up here like this is good enough. What brings you out to the lake, Parker, my boy? I was just looking for something. I 
well, someone sort of, I guess. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't know. Have I told you about CD? Um, good question. Uh, do you think Parker would have? Um, I think maybe Parker has mentioned the name in passing. Mm. Um, but I don't know if it's necessarily occurred to him to, like, go into detail about who CD is. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Sonny will be like, uh, uh, a familiar name with an unfamiliar tale. Well, I, I know they're around here somewhere. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, CD does not have explicit pronouns in the, uh, in the text. I'm gonna go with she, her, but, uh, yeah, she's, well, she's hard to explain, but I know she's around here somewhere, and I know there's someone here that she wants to meet, but I can't seem to find her, and I'm worried if I don't find her soon, she won't be able to meet the person that she wants to meet, and it's just going to be a whole thing, and... You know, I'll I'll feel bad, she'll feel bad, everybody will feel bad. I mean, okay, maybe not you, it's not your fault or anything, you don't have to feel bad, but... I feel like I'm starting to feel like I should feel bad. Uh, <laughs> child, have you... have you tried reaching out to this person? Well, CD's not... well... I mean, person... This alive being, probably... Can gods be alive? <laughs> I think uh, Sunny just throws back her head and cackles. Mm. Well, they ain't dead, ain't they? I guess, but just because something's not dead doesn't necessarily mean it's alive. I mean, look at vampires. They're not dead, but they're not alive. And uh, Parker makes, like, a little hand motion to mimic fangs. Well, breathing status and whatnot, uh, have you a way to reach out to this entity? I swear to God, if you say, well, is she really an entity? <laughs> I will come through the computer and wring your neck. <laughs> <laughs> What's a computer? Um <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um Parker kind of looks a little sheepish and is like, I just I just can feel her, you know, and like I said, I I feel like she's around here somewhere. I just I don't know how to get her attention, I guess. Oh, man. I think I'm about to decide that uh, I'm a kooky old grandma. So Sunny will stand up on a rock and put her little hooves around her mouth and yell, CD! CD, you around here? I think that gets Parker to laugh a little. And then uh, kind of glancing around to make sure with we haven't drawn very much attention to ourselves. Uh, to add, park you'll have it. Of course. The sound doesn't travel. Ooh. May I also add one? In the one? same way that wind oh. doesn't move over the lake and that you never hear the tavern. It's just, there's something about this mirror. It doesn't bounce sound around it or like it's not that the sound doesn't happen it's not like being in an, an arabic chamber the two of you together you hear it um but it doesn't disturb anybody else it's almost like the lake absorbs the sound without changing mm -hmm. in the way that a black hole absorbs light it doesn't look any different nice noticing that sunny would shudder and be like huh, maybe they was right about not getting in the lake actually what was the 
detail that you were uh, wanting to add, Corey? Yes. Uh, I think in addition to that sort of deadening of sound, uh, I choose to think that the moon winks. <laughs> love that. I love that, too. I think that kind of startles Parker, and uh, he falls on his butt and points, and it's just like, did you see that? Oh, honey. The moon's always doing weird stuff. Moon's a fucking flut. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to that big old ball in the sky and whatever it wants to do as you as you go. Okay. You you let that moon be. <laughs> <laughs> and Sunny winks back at the moon. <laughs> I feel like that's a great place to end the scene. <laughs> love, that. love that so much yeah sunny's officially kooky grandma okay let's go she's the best i love her <laughs> we just took a turn for uh kooky grandma who says uh weird things but then you're like wait that might actually be true how real is this actually <laughs> grandma you have so many stories like oh, yes stories okay what's up next Looking at the places. Hmm. I think Twos will probably take that meeting with Mary. And as for where, probably still perched up high in the tavern, overseeing the lake. Sort of a same time, different place situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But since where they are is away from the hub and the bub... Um, that's probably where they would have taken a smoke, since it's high up mm -hmm. where the smoke's bound not to bother someone, and sort of in a corner of the deck where it'll the winds will sort of spread it away. Yeah, and Nerea will come uh, sit, like, upwind, um, so she won't be bothered by it. So, what Twos will do, he would have had one of his uh, books open, I think in this case, it would have been that dime novel that was found on the edge of the road. Um, but take it, sort of find a feather or something to tuck in between the pages and set it aside for a moment uh, before they turn to see Mary. I didn't mean to interrupt your book. Well, if you'd been interrupted, I wouldn't have set it aside. Fair point. So it, like, sits down properly. Yeah. They'll open their wings and say, Well, as the sun rises and the moon sets, I still didn't think I'd see you out here. Finally off your shift? Wouldn't be here if I wasn't. Good. Hate to think I'd be taking you away from the others. Eh, yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> as the sun rises and the moon winks. Glory. Um, yeah. He'll turn sort of Put those talons up somewhere comfortable. Kind of gripping around the edge for a little bit. I tell you, I knew a little bit about how things would look, but I didn't think they'd be quite this much from up here. You get to see this every night? Oh, well, it's not cloudy. And smiles. Well, I do envy that. I think it's easy for us here to forget how much it is like don't get me wrong we know it's beautiful and awe inspiring and all manner of things you smart folks like to say for me it's just home you know mm. you'll uh close eyes and sort of raise a wing waving it around uh, the tip and sort of a lack of breeze she sort of pauses to note before going on i think i heard this one once but where the edges of the lake stops no one quite knows what lies beyond but for everywhere everyone can see from it well the view's crystal clear right Mm -hmm. 
That's right. You ever have folks do paintings from up here? Other sorts of things? Oh, yeah. All sorts. I remember this, uh, Ermine fella. Uh, all manner. Uh, day after day, just like trying oils, watercolors, and charcoals, just trying to try to capture a bit of it. Um, he got so mad because he couldn't capture it the way he wanted to. The work was beautiful. Should have been proud of it, but uh, I think he was just mad he couldn't take a little bit away with him, you know? Yeah, Two's nods at that, sort of puffing on the smoke a couple of times and thought. He'll take a moment to just pause, pick up from his briefcase um, the sketchbook that he's been scribbling in, pull a quill, and just write down a passage in, as he thinks. You ever thought of leaving this place, just out of curiosity? Oh, plenty. Here folks coming in with their stories about places far away. Rizzo's got stories that'll, uh... Just keep on fucking going. Um, about other places, even though, like, he's been here as long as I can remember. Um, I don't know if I think he's ever been anywhere else, but the way he talks, you think he'd been all over the place. But, okay. uh, they're good stories, so, you know, maybe there's something in it. But, you know, my folks need me here. Maybe one day they won't, and I'll go elsewhere. Hmm, guess it's a little hard to beat feet in a moment like that. He'll mm. shut his book. I have what to ask. Though. Oh, sorry. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Please. Uh, there is just sort of like peering down, and because of you can see right down to the water. It's not just out over it. Like if you're out on a on a bow, you can look down, and it's water beneath you. He's like, "Have you looked yet?" Well, here and there, and I've tried to see myself in it too. But something I keep wondering about. And they'll take that quill they were writing with and sort of point out just at the stars here and there and everywhere. It's how many of these blink out and how many of these show up as we keep looking at it. I mean, it seems like it's almost captured in crystal, but it can't be that constant, can it? I think you'd need to talk to an astronomer about that sort of thing. Hmm. This place always used to be here, by the by. The Warren. Or, I mean, the, the, the lake's been here. Oh, well, always. Um, I think there's always been some folks plying their trade here. Folks come to the water. And when they realize they can't drink of it or swim of it, they need somewhere to rest, so an end seemed kind of necessary. Mm. That's part of it, but I was wondering more, who got the idea? And he sort of reaches, pats a wing against the railing to build this up here. Oh, people were going to climb it anyway, I guess. And someone had some false thought. You know, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was my folks. Maybe it was their folks. One stripe or another. Believe it or not, pretty big family. And she winks. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think Two's comments on it, but there's a twinkle. They're pretty amused by that one. You know... Some folks only come here once. You know, they take in the mirror, they pay their respect, and then they leave. Maybe they see something that scares them here, or they don't like what they see and they want to flee from it, or maybe they just get what they needed and don't feel an urge to come back. 
Some folks do. And I wonder if they're looking for something or trying to figure something out. Or if they're hoping they'll see something different. Maybe I'm just the type that likes to be lost, but I can't imagine only coming to a place like this once. Oh, well, you're a romantic. Perish the thought. Mm. Smirks a little bit, like, and does the the little bunny nose scrunch? <laughs> he'll he'll consider that and then just sort of take the smoke and stub it, tuck in the uh, the burnt end into one of his pockets. I think that's a good place for seeing. Sure, works for me. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!